0: You are listening to Stoned with me, Ryan Stone. Each week, I will be diving deep into a brand new topic, sharing thoughts, research, and opinions that are bound to get me in trouble. So sit back, get stoned, and enjoy. Welcome back to the podcast. It is me, Ryan Stone. Um, This week, we are going to be diving deep into Into the film industry and by deep, I mean the year that I was in film school and embroiled in the film industry. So um, before we get into it, quick disclaimer, this whole episode is obviously just going to be from my point of view. I don't claim to have an extensive knowledge of the film industry. I can only speak on what I know, which is very little. So, um, take everything I say with a grain of salt. With that being said, I'm not going to try to give a lot of definitive answers because I'm, you know, not trying to act like I know more than I do. So, I'm going to get a little bit high and then we are going to get this shit started. So, um, I'm going to be right back and we're going to get this episode on a roll. Okay, welcome. Welcome back. We're back. The podcast is here. So. To start off, let's talk about my little history with um, the film industry and everything so you understand where I'm coming from. I was um, always a really big fan of movies ever since I, you know, growing up. I grew up in a super small town, so I didn't have a lot, like, to do. So me and my sisters played together a lot. We were total hippies, like, we just played outside all the time. We also watched a lot of movies, obviously. So um, we all got really into movies and stuff like that in different ways. But like my sisters liked cartoons a lot and I liked horror movies with my mom. (laughs) But so I've always been into uh, movies and the like behind the scenes of the film industry has always interested me. I then went to college at like a regular college to get a psychology degree for some fucking reason. And then that didn't work. So I dropped out, took a little bit of time off. And then I went to a community college film program. It was a certification program to certify you to work on a film set. Basically says this person knows what they're doing. (laughs) And so I joined that program. I met a really, a bunch of really, really cool people. Um, One of them is still one of my best friends to this day. She edits a whole bunch of shit for me. And so, you know, that the film school experience was really, really fun. But when I say film school, I, you know, let it be known. It was only like a semester long. Well, it was a year long. It was two semesters. And. It was. Yeah, I think I don't remember. It was a long time ago. And it was a community college, so we were working together in a smaller group. But with that being said, since our class sizes were so small, we were doing a lot of jobs on our own and a lot of stuff like that. So I was doing, basically, we would, the class consisted of like 30-ish people, right? And we our teacher broke it down and was like the minimum amount of people needed to work on a film set is like 16 minimum, bare minimum amount of people that, that you could have to make a movie. You need 16 people. So um, so we split the class into two groups and we worked on two different short films. So I got the opportunity to do a lot of prop work, a lot of um, set decoration, um, set design, a lot of creative artistic stuff because that's what I wanted to do. A lot of the people who wanted to do electric did electric. People who wanted to act—well, act, nobody acted—but um, <laughs> stuff like that. So, that being said, we had p- actors come from, you know, outside of the class to act in our short films. But so we were in charge of a lot of stuff. I really, really loved having that much freedom. But I also, you know, was left to learn a lot of things kind of on my own, which is great. I love that. I really appreciate being left on my own to learn things because I learn differently. And I need to be able to just kind of like play play around and figure out what happens. So I learned how to do other people's makeup there really well because I did so many people's makeup. (laughs) Because I was the only person in the entire class who had any experience with it. So I, it was basically me and one other person who was like helping me because she was interested, but she didn't really know as much as I did. So I was doing makeup for like everything, <laughs> which I loved because, you know, makeup is my my huge passion. And I also wrote one of the short films that we produced. We'll get into that a little bit later, but. It was it was very hands on and we learned a lot of this stuff, so. When I say film industry, I have never been, well, I have. I have never worked for like multiple weeks on a professional um, film set, feature film set. I've worked for a day on independent films or um, been an extra and stuff in feature, like TV shows and shit like that. But I've never been like a recurring employee. So I don't have a ton, ton of experience. So with that being said, um, that's pretty much, Oh, after, after film school. So we finished all of that. We did four short films. If I'm remembering it right. Shoot. I think we did four short films. And then, um, after I graduated film school, I, um, Stayed in touch with a lot of the people and I was lucky enough to work on set for um, multiple really small things but still it was really fun to have experience outside of school and then my friend Leah who I was talking about earlier um, also produces music so I was able to work on a music video for her and I was in the music video in drag which was a long time ago don't go look it up because I looked (laughs) crazy but so i definitely have had a little bit of experience here and there on more independent stuff now with that being said i'm going to take another super quick break and get a little bit more high and then we're going to talk about my thoughts and feelings and like the the good the bad and the dirty of it all now that we've got the little uh backstory the backbone laid in there so i'll be right back as you should know this is going to be like a blink of an eye super quick break be right back. Unless you want to sponsor a segment in my podcast and this is where that cute little ad break would go. If you want to sponsor my podcast, just shoot me an email at rhinestoneproduction.gmail.com or hit me up on Instagram or whatever. Um anyway, and now I'm going to go get high. Okay, cool. We'll be right back. <clears throat> All right, we are back. So, now we're going to get into why I left the film industry (laughs) so um if as you probably know the um film industry is divided into different kind of it's a very much a hierarchy right so the way that it's split up is described as being on either side of a line you're either above the line or below the line below the line workers are grips, which are people who work with um, equipment to like put up lights and, and sound stuff, sound electric people who are doing, you know, makeup who are PAs or truck drivers or the caterers or pretty much every single person on the film set is below the line. The people who are above the line include the talent the actors also the director the producers the executive producers and those people so you know if you're above the line you're famous or rich or both or you act like it (laughs) if you're below the line you get treated as such and there's definitely a dichotomy there that causes a lot of weird prejudice. There's a lot of like, you can't, obviously, as I'm sure a lot of you know, there are certain actors where it's like, if you look at this actor, like you're going to get fired. So don't look at them. Or like, if you wear deodorant to set this day, Gwyneth Patro's is going to throw a fit and like, you're fired or something like that you know what i mean there's all kinds of crazy shit like that so being on a film set is extremely extremely stressful and it can be fun 100% you know it's i think it's so much fun to be running around problem solving rushing to get things done finishing touches and and getting all this stuff set up and making sure it's perfect and all this stuff i think it's so much fun all to create this vision, this creative idea. But it's also very stressful. So there's a lot of frustration and there's a lot of yelling. And something that I learned very early on is when you are working on a film set, you have to get used to the director screaming at people and screaming profane, hateful things at people. And you just have to get over it even if it's at you, you just have to accept it and move on because they're just going to scream hateful things at you because they're the stressed out director and they're above the line and they can do that. So in my opinion, in my homosexual opinion, uh, I think that that's kind of fucked up. I personally did not appreciate that. Obviously for me, I'm more of a talent and director type myself but if i was going to pursue those um you know that career it is extremely cutthroat it is extremely expensive and it is extremely painstaking and difficult because there's you know so many people who are trying to get into that industry which excuse me i know is funny because i'm also in drag, which is another industry that is pretty cutthroat, and there's a lot of people trying to get into it, but I'm really good at drag, so I'm not worried about that. Um, the film industry, however, I was okay at, and I appreciated it, but I was not willing to put myself through the backbreaking hypothermia and odd hours and bullshit work of jobs I didn't want to do to get into sets, to get into this stuff for 10 years to maybe one day be able to stop working three jobs to get like this expensive high paying job. Maybe eventually <laughs> I'm not into that. And so that was one of the main reasons I was like, this isn't really for me also <clears throat> from an artistic standpoint it is so much fun to do makeup on set. It is a lot of fun. I love doing makeup on other people. Um, With that being said, when you are creating a director's vision, there are very specific people who are in charge of what creative decisions get made. And as regular Joe Schmo going into the film industry, you are not ever gonna be in charge of creative decisions that get made, (laughs) ever. Like, going back to my, my film school experience, there was so little people that I was the set decorator and the props designer. So I was picking out the set. I was working with the director to decide what kind of vision we were going for. We were at the prop house together looking at stuff. And then I was able to go put it on set and make sure it looked really nice and all this stuff. That's not, (laughs) that's not going to (laughs) happen on a feature film. You're going to be an assistant to an assistant or something like that for years. And You might be able to help make something cool that was in a movie, but it's not going to have any of your creative vision in it. It's just kind of, you know, someone else's idea, which is fun. And I love the challenge of trying to come up with something, you know, to create someone's vision. I love that. But it's a lot of work and it's a lot of, you know, sacrificing your own artistic vision, which for me... (laughs) As the person that I am is next to impossible because I'm a piece of shit and I can't sacrifice a goddamn thing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just gonna do whatever I want, whatever makes me happy. And if that's not cool with you, then you can leave. So that's that. So that is a big reason why I, you know, didn't didn't work out well with the film industry. Also, if you don't know, when you are working on a film. You're hired, you know, you get hired at the beginning of the process. And when the movie's done, you're unemployed. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're lucky, you you can get hired on a set for a TV show that runs several seasons if you're lucky. But it's still going to end and then you're unemployed and you need to find a new show or a new movie to work on. So that's another big reason why I didn't want to spend my life in the film industry because it's always chasing employment. Like I said, if you're Stanley you know Stanley Kubrick or you know Jennifer Lawrence, it's a different story, but statistically speaking, it's really hard to get to that point. And I'm not saying, you know, don't try because if you want that, I 100% encourage you go for it. You know, try Get into some classes. If you like it, go for it and try your hardest. Don't let people tell you no. I just knew that for me, I was like, I don't like it. Like, it's a toxic environment for me. It's really stressful, and there's not a lot of, like, return. (laughs) There's a lot that you have to put into it, and you don't get a lot back. Especially with smaller films where you're not getting paid a whole ton, too. It's literally just a whole ton of work and labor, just for the <laughs> just for the pleasure of seeing your art be or your work be, you know shown in something. <laughs> so those are all things to take into account, obviously, when you're trying to get into the industry. Like I said, never give up on your dreams if you try and people, like test you and you're like fuck you I want to keep going. I love that. <laughs> I just learned for me that I don't I don't really like it that much. <laughs> and I wasn't willing to put in the decade of work to maybe one day get the seat that I'm that I want. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to be in that cutthroat industry I just want to do my art that's what all I want at my core at my in my soul I just want to create art so the best way to do that is to do it on my own terms on my own time <laughs> obviously I'd make no fucking money doing drag please tip a bitch because I don't make any goddamn money doing what I do but it's fulfilling in a way that you know, being in the film industry might not necessarily be for me. So um, with all that being said, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I hope you learned something that you didn't already know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Um, I hope you stay tuned to next week. We're going to get super exciting. I just kidding. I don't know what the episode going to be about, <laughs> but I'm sure it's going to be exciting. You and me are both in for a surprise. So, Listen, just look forward to it. (laughs) Um, I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to go to bed, so I'll see y'all later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Stoned with me, Ryan Stone. Our cover art is by John Clifton. For all other social media, you can find me at Ryan underscore stoned. And if you click the link in my bio, you can also find show merch. Make sure to tune in next Thursday to get stoned all over again.